Hello listeners and welcome to the fourth series of Supernatural Entertainment System, the show where we take you to school about goblins and ghouls. I'm Gavin. I'm Chris. I'm Philip. And I'm Jerry. And lads, I have just one question for all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Does Yuri Geller still have John Lennon's alien egg? <laughs> hey, look. Hey. I've got some news on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're fucking back. <laughs> Give me a second. And better than ever. I can't believe that this is something that's actually working. The start of the new series. We're we're back. It's good to be back. First time back in the saddle. A section we are calling Egg Watch. It's back. (laughs) Egg Watch. If you've never listened to the show before, Egg Watch is a huge deal for us. And also, (laughs) (laughs) that's enough. Turn yourself back and listen to the show. Right. Uh Okay. Right. Come. 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 Give me the line again. (laughs) And I have just one question for you, lads. Uh huh. Does Yuri Geller still have John Lennon's alien egg? Stop. (laughs) <laughs> it's time for Yuli Geller egg update. <laughs> Yuli Geller. Yuli Geller. What's Yuli been up? We're back. Hello, Yuli. Yuli Geller late this evening succeeded in buying at auction a sketch of a UFO <laughs> painted by John Lennon. Shit. It had been offered for sale in Los Angeles and was something the Israeli paranormalist had heard existed, but only this week discovered its whereabouts. Yuli already has the egg. Obviously, Mm -hmm. that was given to him by the late Beatle, in which (laughs) (laughs) Lennon assured him was extraterrestrial. Yuri, who carries the egg with him at all times to this day, also bought a lock of Lennon's hair, from which, if it is legal and ethical, according to this article in the Jewish Telegraph Facebook page, (laughs) he plans to ask Israeli scientists to clone the Beatle. Shit, no. (laughs) (laughs) But Yuri insisted, first of all, I will go into deep meditation to seek guidance on whether I should go to such extremes and to avoid offending anybody. Fuck, man, that's so cool. <laughs> Thank you very much, Phil, for this update. Hang on, it's oh, not done yet. Shit on me. Uh, Yuri plans to exhibit both the items, that's both the egg, <laughs> the, cl- the clone, <laughs> <laughs> and some painting of a spaceship. <laughs> uh, a museum he's due to open in Jaffa on November 11th this year. He was so excited about his acquisitions that he asked his daughter, Natalie, to collect them for him immediately. Coincidentally, she lives about 15 minutes from the auction house in Los Angeles. Which is handy. Handy as anything. But a coincidence. But a coincidence. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as a coincidence, really, fellas, though. But the important thing to know is, Yuri is always (laughs) egg-bound. He has the egg on his body at all times. All times. That's it. Ready for any alien emergency. It's a shame that it's it's all the way over in Jaffa. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't take the cake, Jerry. But (laughs) the... um, Or is it? But the... I really would like to see the egg. I was kind of hoping it would be maybe in London or something. Mm -hmm. I'd make the trip. Uh, How far would you go, Jerry, to see John Lennon's alien egg? (laughs) uh, I'd say three hours. Three hours? Yeah. Three hours? In three hours any drive? direction. What, however that happens. Uh-huh. Three hours. <laughs> three hours there, three hours back? A oh, round trip. Three hours. <laughs> okay. Fair. Yeah. Three hours, including the time to look at the egg. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for that, Philip. Uh, you welcome. Watch, uh, will be something that shows up every episode, so thanks for <laughs> getting that on the go. Um, so we've been away for a while, lads. And I'm sure there are folks who are used to not only, you know, maybe they've only listened to Cult of Geshcast. Mm, uh, very beforehand. popular. A very, very popular, popular show. Uh, sold out live show, if you can mm-hmm. see right. that. Uh, they're probably wondering what the hell is going on and who the hell we are. And that's a very valid question. Very valid. <laughs> we are the Quadratic Brotherhood, are we not? We yes. are. 
and we serve a very yeah. unique purpose. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we are the ones who decide which paranormal entities from the imagination of man are brought kicking and screaming into the real world, let loose upon you all. Each episode, we're going to bring an example of a paranormal phenomena. Each, we're going to pit them against our patented pentacle system. Good job, we've got these pop shields. <laughs> to determine which beast is best. And using our unique mystic chant, it will be made manifest in our world. How scary. Terrifying. Terrifying. Oh. So we're streamlining the show. If you've heard it before, we're going to be less segments like extra personal perception. All that pish. Cut the crap. <laughs> Cut the crap. And put it elsewhere. Elsewhere. <laughs> put it behind a paywall. Exactly. <laughs> and sell it to the people. So your, your letters. Uh-huh. All your other pish. Your comments. Your comments. Your That's, letters. It's going to be questions. on our after party. <laughs> Timed exclusive. Uh-huh. Patreon that we're calling Grave Boy Advance. <laughs> Pleasure yourself, everyone. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Geshcast. So, on to the theme of the show. Mm. The theme of this episode, the first episode in the new series. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is it? Mm-hmm. It's Boulala. Ghosts of France. Oh, <laughs> mon dieu. <laughs> so far, so good, yeah? Come see, come see. See, So, we're going to... See, see. Adios, everybody. She knows everybody sees her. <laughs> so, before we continue with the theme, though, uh, mm. why not just see what's going on in the world? The world of news. In the world of news. I think it would Le be monde. insane not to <laughs> do that. As we said, it's time for some news, boys. I will go first and in typical SNES fashion. I've brought a video to an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you ready for the fucking zombie chicken breast? <laughs> you ready? Oh, no. What? Uh, oh, 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 my oh. God. Oh. Hey. Hot <laughs> shit. That, boys, is the zombie chicken breast. A video we'll hopefully remember to make available somewhere when we release <laughs> this podcast. But don't bet on it. That was one <laughs> chicken fella that had paid a visit to the Dr. Reanimator for a dose of green color. <laughs> uh, the footage was fo- posted to Facebook by a guy called Ryan Phillips. Uh, some commenters have tried to justify the strange behaviour with patter like, oh, it's the freshness of the chicken. Mm-hmm. It's been butchered so soon that the nerves are still firing, causing it to move and jerk. Chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so other comments left in the post include, what the actual fuck? <laughs> and if my food is walking, I am too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, personally, I think it's obvious that this is the first sign of the oncoming storm, the final act of man, the end of days. Thoughts? Mm. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> oh, uh, someone who's someone who's eaten chicken that could have walked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm touched by that story. Uh huh. Yeah. You wouldn't let a lie. No, wouldn't. That's the, <laughs> like the chicken. I'd have to hold it its down. Its heart still beats yeah. strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaky. Isn't it? It's very freaky. Very strange chicken. You did get a genuine oh shit out of me. <laughs> but was the chicken raw or was it cooked? The chicken was raw. Could it be like in lemon juice or something? It's... I don't, I'm not a, a doctor. I'm not a food doctor. doctor. I'm not a chicken doctor. <laughs> Fuck. Man. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what line. What kind of man are you? <laughs> I'm a human doctor. I studied a long time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has some news? Well, freaky. I've got, I've got next. Um, I've got now, for accuracy, because of lack of preparation, 
I'm going to quote this story exactly. Yeah. Um, so picture the scene. I'm not going to give you a scene, just picture it. <laughs> the assembly bells rang. I was at my desk feeling sleepy when I felt a hard tap on my shoulder. Turned around to see who it was and the room went dark. Fear overtook me. I felt a sharp splitting pain in my back and my head started spinning. I fell to the floor. Before I knew it, I was looking into the other world. Scenes of blood, gore and violence. The scariest thing I saw was a face of pure evil. It was haunting me. I couldn't escape out my mouth and I tried to scream but no sound came out. I passed out. The story then goes on to say, City's outburst triggered a powerful chain reaction that ripped through the school. Within minutes, students in other classrooms started screaming, their frantic cries ricocheting through the halls. One girl fainted after claiming to have seen the same, quote, dark figure. By the end of the day, 39 people were deemed to have been affected by an outbreak of mass hysteria in Malaysia. (laughs) Exciting. 39 schoolgirls. They all see evil. They all Uh see dark. They all pass out. And this happened, aye? This happened. This Mm -hmm. is facts. It's a real thing. BBC News website. Yes. Oh, well, there you go then. (laughs) <laughs> None of your phony baloney. Yeah, I've, I've, I've read about it. this happening in yeah. the past. It's wild. Apparently, yeah. Malaysia is the world capital. Yeah, of it seems to be really focused in that area where it will just be, and especially at things like girls' schools, yeah. it will just be something kicks off and they just all kick mm-hmm. off. <laughs> so, listen, Malaysia, place to be for fun. Aye, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. See those adverts. Come to Malaysia, watch all the Waynes freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? I have some news. I think it would be. Mental, yeah. To and downright, downright ignorant. If we didn't give a huge mention to our good friends over at Almost Games, mm-hmm. uh, they created what can only be described as the most flattering thing <laughs> that we've received in ten years of podcasting. Uh, they created a game, a yeah. computer game, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, computer game, Legends of Geshcast, Kappa's Quest, uh, and it's got Phil and I trying to save Chris and Jerry from various monsters from SNES history. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a fun wee kind of platformer, Metroidvania deal. Uh, and a Game Boy style Yeah. So like we were trying to save Chris and Jerry like we kind of already did by doing them the favour of letting them on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good to be a damsel. Yeah. Uh, there's even an amazing hidden mini game mm-hmm. in there which is a lot of fun yes. too. So if you go to almostgames.itch.io and give it a shot, it's great. I nearly cried. It's amazing. I thought it was so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a massive, it's an, an honour. An honour, but it, the game itself is a true love letter to Supernatural Entertainment yeah. System and Geshcast podcast in general, and it's very clear this person knows. Yeah, there's, there's a deep, lot of deep cuts in there. Yeah. Really small jokes that even I don't remember. It, <laughs> jokes that I was like, have we ever said that on the show? Because I don't oh, think wait, we've ever said that. Us. <laughs> Aye, and, and haven't, asking people, do we usually say that? Oh, I all the time. Like, mm-hmm. fuck for that. <laughs> And it's good as well that it's, you know, Geshcast, not Snez. Yeah, that's also really good. That's <laughs> also fuck really you guys. Good. Yeah, yeah um, sorry, just read the rest of my notes. So, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no game stuff in it, though. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, no cult stuff either. Well, no. it's, it's, it's a either. fucking game, mate. Oh, mate. The whole thing's a game. You're a game. He's got you. <laughs> is that right? Aye. Oh, is that right? Oh, well, thank you. Though. Consider so, yeah. strips torn off you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Almost Games. You're a great friend. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I don't know why. That's You're fantastic. a great friend. That's fantastic. <laughs> beautiful boy. Chris. <laughs> Christopher John George Chalmers, please. Grace us. There are few things you can rely on. Not men, not women, not beasts. And the long nightmare hours when only the truly brave dare 
to do last minute podcast research <laughs> when the finest pick the finest pickings have been claimed and the paranormal research terms have been spent and scoured in these dire times, gentlemen, we turn to Scott C. Waring. Yes. <laughs> He's always there, always seeking the damn truth on your behalf, and you should all be fucking thankful. I am. So um Say thank you to Scott C. Waring, please. please. Thank you. Thank Scott you. C. Thank we you, Scott C. We didn't Waring. all thank Almost Games, but we'll thank this guy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Scott C. Waring, damn right. Scott has found ancient Egyptian sarcophagi. Ooh. And I know what you're thinking. Surely Egypt is packed to the gills with sarcophagi. And you're right. <laughs> but you can't turn a corner without tripping over one. But he's found them on Mars. Oh shit, shit no Stacks so high Stacks so high <laughs> On those crimson dunes <laughs> <laughs> He says I've got an interesting discovery on Mars That is going to rock archaeology Shit <laughs> <laughs> no Martian archaeologists yeah. like, what? Well. On those fucking scarlet sands <laughs> uh, He says Are ancient Egyptians from Mars Did they move to Egypt from Mars? Egypt is very similar in appearance and weather to mm-hmm. that of Mars. Mm-hmm. No other place on Earth looks <laughs> much similar. like Mars, yeah. says Scott, stretching quite a bit. <laughs> as well as the sarcophagi, Scott claims he's found carvings of faces, unfinished statues and alien technology that he thinks was left behind by Martians. Isn't it amazing? It really looks like an Egyptian tomb carved into the side of a, a Martian mountain. It appears to have an eye, a nose and a very extended forehead. Um, it may, which may have occupied more and enhanced its brain. Scott C. Waring has uh, continued to be very busy while Jerry has been fucking around with his motorcycle gang and not been able to do this. <laughs> He's been very busy and back in April, he claimed to have found an alien sculpture of a nude woman and a distant asteroid. Whoa. In March... Hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in March, he said to have found a carving of an ancient Greek philosopher, so- Socrates... <laughs> on a mound on Mars as well. On Mars? On Mars, on Mars? yeah. On those blood red beaches on exactly. Mars? Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Thank, thank you very much to that. and Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott C. Waring, yeah. <laughs> very dramatic. It was exciting. I feel very caught up with what's going on in the paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. That's the, the gap that has been left since we've been away mm-hmm. that we're now filling. Very equipped. <laughs> very filled. Very filled. Thank you. so I guess with the news done it's time to get down to the nitty gritty Mm. the meat and potatoes indeed Batman's dinner (laughs) in order to determine which of our beasts that we're bringing today is best we need a system and as luck would have it we've got one and it's called the pentacle system now what is the pentacle system what is the pentacle system Gavin lick my lips here it's a five pronged point system that allows us to fairly decide who will raise a fang, a tentacle, or a claw in victory. There's five points. The first of which is physical strength. Now, as I type this, the world's strongest man is Martin Lycus. He won the 2019 World's Strongest Man contest, replacing your man who played the mountain on Game of Thrones. Watching him do a 900-pound deadlift, that's like nearly four of me sitting (laughs) on that bar, lads. We'll see him. He is fuck all compared to my dad, Big Davy Spence. <laughs> <laughs> and that's physical strength. Jerk. <laughs> Influence. 
Now, true influence comes when you do something so bad it ruins the name of your hometown. They pull you down your house and no one picks your name for their kids ever again. Influence. Go hard or go home. (laughs) (laughs) The third prong (laughs) is murderousness. Yes. 25 to life. 187s. MDKs. Order 66. Killing people. (laughs) Disgustery. You go into a public toilet in a rush and bust into the nearest cubicle. It's not been flushed and it looks partially blocked. But there's no time. You've got to do your business. Then you flush and pray. The basin fills up and starts to overflow. You back out of the cubicle as the water creeps along the floor towards you. Then you bump into a kid. You turn and face him. He's standing there, top lip slick and his nose running into his mouth. You've made a fucking mess, he says, spraying spittle into your face as he talks. Disgustery. That's barking. <laughs> You've made a fucking mess. What's the guy drink a pint of cheese today? That's uh, worse. That's worse. Oh my god. And of course. But hey, that's only four prongs. That's four, only four prongs. We also have the wild card. Picked at at random from the black sack Yep, it's a factor that can either help or hinder a beast (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, we're going to pick one right now Chris, please bring out your veiny black sack Here it is, throbbing (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a fucked phone (laughs) Okay, it's the first episode back I think mm-hmm. Jerry should put his hand in the sack. Mm. Uh, well, Jerry, Jerry gets that one, doesn't he? Mm. Jerry's special. Just take my hand me. out from under my oakster. <laughs> Boys, can you pry the sack open, please? I'll try. You want to take a side <laughs> there, Phil? <laughs> Ooh, creaking like a rubber band. Oh, um, as wide as the Clyde. <laughs> my hands aren't even touching the sides. Twice as wet. Uh, oh, oh. I have picked number 15. That is... Who can piss the loudest? Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, Who can piss the loudest? Well, gosh. Man, sweet DBs out this big P. Initial <laughs> reactions without giving anything away. I am disappointed. Disappointed, <laughs> Chris? I may do okay. Jerry? I don't think there's direct evidence, but I feel a big circumstantial case could be made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling all right about it. Okay, that's good. All right me. about it. It's very telling. No one's very confident. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had that fucking horse from last time. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, let's do it. Let's go through our individual beasts, give us a wee story about them, and then we'll decide which one is the best. Ah. I'm going to go first, lads. My beast, now to remind you all about the phony baloney theme this week, mm-hmm. La Belle France. Yeah. My beast oui. is the Peluda. Mm-hmm. Now many biblical scholars ignore a key fact from the Torah And that is the Ark was built not in the Middle East But was in fact put together in La Belle France No way, is that true? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Now when Noah was I have to remember how to come in and out accents in this bit yeah. When Noah was writing his list of animals He was looking to gather all of nature stars and flops Our freaks and geeks Our flip flops and our daddy's fake crocs <laughs> So when went the giraffes and the rhinos and the snakes But one beast was told to get away at the door and it simply was told in a French accent not tonight mate 
That beast was turned away with a Gallic shrug. It was the Paluda, a mad fucking thing that really could have saved some seats in the boat as it looks like five beasts stuck together. Oh. Yes, it's one of them. Oh. Now, I'm going to get a bit um, literary here, boys. Mm-hmm. As top drawer author Jorg Luis Borges said, it was the size of a bull in a Spanish accent mm-hmm. it, or Italian fuck it was the size of a bull <laughs> and it had a snake's head and a round body buried under long green fur the fur was armed with stingers whose wound was deadly the creature also had very broad hooves that were similar to the feet of the tortoise and its tail shaped like a serpent could kill men and cattle alike mm. now the paluda was an invincible creature apart from its tail which was vulnerable to slicing off by vengeful boyfriends Take note, this might become relevant later. <laughs> Paluda literally means the hairy one, and its unholy appearance caused Noah to bounce it from the floating sanctuary. But this wasn't going to stop Big Daddy P. Once the flood swept in, the Paluda high-tailed it to Uncave, where he managed to wait out the floods with his tail high and proud, and moreover, attached to his body. <laughs> like any spurned fantastical beast, when the water rescinded and life returned to the land, he set about fucking shit up in a big way. French farmers had their crops burned to a crisp <laughs> as the Paluda flew overhead and made them awful on bay in his nightly raids. And what else you do after a night burning up the dance floor but crave some grilled meats? The Paluda is no exception. After burning the shit out of some wheat, he barbecued some beef by charring many heads of the livestock. Cows, sheep, and horses were all donor for his kebab. <laughs> <laughs> the farmers didn't stand for this and would chase him for miles whereupon he'd hide in the local housine. Uh, river, causing it to flood and further destroy their land. Now at least they put out the fires. Mm-hmm. Now after decades of cooking it and booking it, the Paluda grew bored of its meat and two veg lifestyle and wanted something more succulent, something fresher tasting and generally more human. So he moved on to the protein-rich Wains and Women food group, eating both <laughs> women and Wains indiscriminately, which rubbed the farmers up the wrong way, no mistake. Mm. Eventually ate the wrong guy's girlfriend, or to not be sexist about it, a 17-year-old woman named Eloise. <laughs> Her broken-hearted and good-with-a-sword fiancé decided to finally get some of that liberty, egality, fraternity in the go and end the beast's seemingly centuries-long reign of terror. And because he'd been paying attention at the start of my story, he strongly suspected that cutting the tail of the beast was the way to lay the Paluda low. And lo, one quick slice, and the Paluda was Paluded. <laughs> yeah. So with fiery breath, spines are shooting, and an acid saliva that I couldn't even be bothered talking about, I give you the hairy one himself, the Paluda. Wow, we wow. beautiful Jerry. A tour de force. Mm. Yes, a tour de France. Hitting yeah. <laughs> a lot of pentacle points there. Yeah. 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 I'd also like to say, uh huh. <laughs> and I'm glad to say that mine isn't the one with the most accent. Yeah. <laughs> Merd. So that's the Belinda voice. Who's up next? I should go next. Poifay. If you'll have me. Poifay. Please, Phil. No, we shall. Le Cheval Malay. Yeah? Yes! Uh-huh. Described as both fabulously beautiful and evil, Le Cheval Malay was a majestic stallion. Oh. As white as the morning fog. Mm. Stallion? Now Jerry's yes. interested. Yeah, interested now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking he might pee quite a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the beast would torment weary travellers on moonless nights. The tipex white of its pelt <laughs> cutting through the. <laughs> It's so beautiful. I can think of nothing else to describe it than Tipex. <clears throat> the Tipex white of its pelt cutting through the pitch blackness like a hot knife through Le Beurre. <laughs> the cheval appeared fully saddled and bridled to tempt them upon it. 
to tempt them to ride. <laughs> <laughs> Tired and hungry, many a traveller would happily accept the offer of an express journey. Little did they know, the only destination they'd reach would be their fucking grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> the horse would immediately start at a gallop, hard and unstoppable, muscles undulating, mm. skin glistening in sweat, mm. nipples like wee rocks. <laughs> the fantastic ride would last for hours. The rider unable to jump from the steed until the sun rose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at which point I'm really glad to be back guys <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this is good, good. Yeah. Uh, very cosy at which point the horse would throw the rider from its seat the rider would either die instantly from the fall mm. or get trampled to death if the horse saw you trying to get back up holding onto your ribs going ah you bastard <laughs> the horse would then throw the body either right off a precipice or <laughs> into a fountain <laughs> <laughs> two options soft landing <laughs> Sorry, you're already dead. Oh, shit. It's just where you're ending up. You're either off a mountain or you're in Barry Moore's fucking front garden. Reports state that traces of strange shaped hoof prints would often be found nearby the victims. Probably the horses. <laughs> <laughs> what goes these? <laughs> Can it be? Uh, <laughs> the only way you could avoid death, right? Okay. But the only way to do so was to pay this beast its ransom. Trampy's guff, if you will. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> now, the following is not an exhaustive list of the ransoms, but these are ones that have been confirmed as effective no. <laughs> against the old Malay. Uh, throwing six coins, each mm. one marked with a cross in front of him. Just making the sign of the cross, seems he's on the first one, and throwing holy water on its face. However, the ultimate ransom that you could pay it off with was the Medal of St. Benedict, called the Cross of Wizards. Oh. <laughs> now here's a little tale of one guy who managed to tame the beast. Oh. One evening a man crossed the Malay horse and managed to submit it to be taken to Paris by making a big sign of the cross, it says here, <laughs> and holding the saint... Uh, St. Benedict's Medal in front of it ordering Chave Malay in the name of the great St. Benedict now you're going to obey me <laughs> I have been going to Paris for a long time you will take me there and you will bring me back to my wife <laughs> on his return so raunchy <laughs> he says he spent three wonderful days in the capital <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Shit, man. Had a great time. <laughs> it's nice to end on a high note. Like <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted after all that. Do you know what I could go? What's that? What? Some fucking fun. Oh. Oh. Some fun. Did anybody like to have some fun? <laughs> after yeah, that yeah, heavy, I'd love to have some fun. Heavy story. Who brought fun? Uh, I did bring fun. Thank you. I've also brought fun. Should we do your fun or my fun? We let's, can do the other one later on. Let's do mine now because I think people are probably sick of hearing your voice. Okay, let's do yours and we'll do my fun on the Patreon exclusive. Fair to say about the voice thing though? Oh, absolutely. Well, fair, yeah. Fair. This nasal Lads, wine goes through me. Lads, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going not gonna to sugarcoat it, lads. It's basically the same quiz I always do. Um, mm. As ever, I'm going to provide you with a series of supernaturally charged jokes. Right. Oh, I'm going to give you the setup. You provide the punchline. Mm-hmm. 
Please say your name if you want to answer. Let's try that now. Chris. Jerry. Philip. Thank you. And of course, give me the penis-sounding respect of letting me complete the setup before you answer. Fair dues? Fair. Fair enough. Aye. Okay. Question, or setup, sorry. One. I'll just move my iPad a little away from Chris because he does <laughs> seem to be eyeing it quite, <laughs> quite, uh, quite uh, hard. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. Uh, are you ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. When can't you bury people who live opposite a graveyard? Mm. When can't you bury... <laughs> Thank you. People who live opposite a graveyard? Uh-huh. And this is a joke. <laughs> kind of. Could be argued it's a joke. Because they're alive? Sorry, Jerry? someone wants Jerry? to answer the question Was there a mouse? Jerry? Jerry, yeah. Is it because they're alive? I'm going to give it to you, Jerry. It's when they're not dead. Oh. That's when you can't bury oh, someone. Man, we never sorted out a scoreboard. Oh, can, we, can you please write up two the PKG meters up there um, so you can just. Admin. Yeah. There we go. Oh. It's one point to. Jerome. Jerome. Next one. What trees do ghouls like best? Phil. Phil? Fantas trees. Not fantas (laughs) trees, no. Uh, I'll give you it again. What Uh trees do ghouls like best? Mm. (laughs) What trees do ghouls like best? What trees do ghouls like best? What? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to rush you boys. I don't know. I don't know. Jerry. Jerry? The Double Tree Hilton. <laughs> it's not the Double Tree Hilton. Of course. SOL it, then. It was cemeteries. The big tree in Wifflet. Yeah, the big tree in the Wifflet. Cool bridge. Next one. What kind of ghost has the best hearing? Uh huh. <laughs> what kind of ghost uh-huh. has the best Hearing. Phil, a spirit. No, but you're in the right. And a spirit. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the right zone. Mm. It's the right. It's the right pun. Yeah. 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 One more time. Um, <laughs> what on. kind of ghost has the best hearing? Jerry. Jerry. Is it a poltergeist? It's not a poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in that case, lads, it's the eeriest. Ah, oh, yep, that's crap. right. Ah, shit. Crap on a big cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, what do you do with a green monster? What do you do <laughs> with a green monster? Green monster. That's right, a green monster. <laughs> Jeez. Chris. Yes, Chris. Congratulate him on keeping the environment so clean and precise. <laughs> no, I'm afraid I can't accept uh, that. Although uh, you should. You should. <laughs> no. No one? No. What do you do with a green monster? Wait till it ripens. Ah, like an apple. Like an apple or a banana. (laughs) (laughs) Last one. What is red, sweet, and bites people? Red, sweet, and bites people. Red, sweet, and bites (laughs) people. Red, sweet, and bites people. Red, sweet, and bites people. (laughs) What is red? 
Sweet. <laughs> and bites people? <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Count Apula. It's not Count Apula, no. The thing is, right, right. I'm going to leave that's a bit of behind the actor studio for everybody here. We recorded this episode already with a different topic. We recorded episode one. Yeah. The audio was fucked up, so we're having to redo a new show with a new topic and new everything. I did this quiz before. That's the same exact Phil thing, got but... this joke. <laughs> I was about to say one of us must have got it, has yep. forgotten it. I'm sure it was you that right. got it, yeah. Right. So what is red? Sweet and bites me. I don't think anyone should leave the room until no. we've got that. Yeah, I'm we not, have to I'm get not this guess. one. Never it, do you need? I won't give you a clue, but I'll at least set you on the right track of thinking. Red. No. Sweet. Okay. And bites people. Red. Sweet. sweet. And bites, bites people. people. <laughs> 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 it's got to be a fruit. Jerry, let's workshop this. You and me together. <laughs> Chris, you can fucking <laughs> sound. <laughs> <sound. laughs> he said he's out. He's tapped out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be a fruit. Yeah. yeah. Is it something? Is it strawberry? Is it like Nosfer tomato or something? That's good. Nosfer tomato. No, it's not Nosfer no. tomato. Oh, no. okay. Okay. We've got, we've got this. Is it Elmo? <laughs> it's not Elmo. It's not <laughs> Elmo. It's pretty sweet. It's like, what Dracula words. Uh huh. I'm just guessing it's Dracula. Yeah. So, like, it's a vampire. No, vampire. No, no. Ghost peppers. No. Wear fruit. <laughs> it's not wear fruit. No. <laughs> Fuck man, so many things bite people though, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> think I just you know if you want like you can ask me one question, okay, okay. and I'll give you a yes or no. Is answer. it to do with fucking Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> right, we must. I was ready to give you a Chris yes or no answer. Kind of, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe, of sorts. Vam. <laughs> <laughs> what what are what are what's, what's the term for Dracula's? Dracula's vampires. Vampires. They're right. Now think about things that are red and sweet. <laughs> we're, right the door, like, we're right there. They're vampire something. They're vamp. <laughs> vampires. You're a blonde pube away from this. Vampires. Vampires. Not vampires. I'm sorry. Fuck man, that's a good answer. I like nice tomato man. <laughs> okay, he's tapping out on the yeah, phone. Yeah, what is it? Can I have a guess? What? Yes, Chris. I think it's vampire. It is Jampire, yes. Jampire. Of course it's Jampire. It's a fucking Jampire. Of course it's Jampire. Fuck. Jampires are alive. Who won? It's a drawing. Nobody definitely won. Definitely not the listener. No, definitely not. Not, not our readers. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'm exhausted after that fun. Do you know what I could do with some not fun? <laughs> well, I've got some for you right here. Uh, Chris, now you're always going last. Do you mind this time? <laughs> last this time? Yeah, do you want to go last? No! Okay. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay, mine's just really short. I've got a really short one. Okay. Go. Um, so, my beast. France. The home of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland Paris. Uh-huh. And of course, Avril Lavigne. What? what? <laughs> Due to her parentage, is legally French. Oh. True story. Post. But there's more to France than that. <laughs> there is a spookier side to La Republique. And I hear you ask... Why did they have to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> My beast are the Farfaday, and they are wee bastards, man. The world, the word translates as sprite, imp, or in some cases, leprechaun. Oh. Though they closely resemble pixies with their small, slender bodies and wings. 
I saw going into Boring Bastard. What you They're about uh, half a metre tall. Uh, they're about half a metre tall. That's four sevenths of a DeVito, oh, roughly. Yeah. Oh, excellent. It's back. Uh, it's back. And yeah. they've got wrinkly, dark brown skin, covered in tattered clothes. Sometimes they'll jump around in the scud. Oh, yeah. Vicious sharp teeth. We sharp willies and tits on them, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're known as mischievous more than malicious and they're said to be fairly helpful on farms and woodlands they'll help out with labour <laughs> this is the laugh the sharp willies sharp willies and tits on them man. according to Wikipedia <laughs> they're known to be as mischievous more than they are malicious and they're quite helpful on farms and woodlands helping out with labour in return for a bowl of milk or cream left on the doorstep they love to look after horses grooming and weaving ringlets into their manes sometimes riding their adopted steed around, hollering and pressing their little nads into the back of the horse's neck. <laughs> However, they are easily frightened by too much kindness, and if you leave out new clothes to replace their tattered ones, they'll go bananas. They'll throw a tantrum before leaving, never returning, even if asked, by any cunt. <laughs> a French author in the late 1700s with a name I genuinely could not be asked figuring out how to say published memoirs in which he claimed to be beset by a legion of evil farfaday due to an encounter with fortune tellers who he harassed and thus he's been cursed to have these wee guys pursue him all of the time chief, chief among his tormentors was an imp called Roto Majo who reportedly direct, reported directly to Beelzebub himself. Oh my direct goodness. report? Direct report. To the Lucifer Morningstar himself? Exactly, that's it. That's it. A bad one. Yeah, these imps would taunt and slap the poor author around unmerciful. Uh, and this in turn caused a lot of experimentation. The author found that certain herbs like thyme were often able to repel the beasts for a short spell, which sounds like I'm setting up for a joke, but that's genuinely what they said. <laughs> He died after several visits to psychiatric hospitals and never really shook the belief that these little pricks existed. So, you know, fair dues. But that's Farfaday. Uh, kind of like gremlins. Kind of like a flying dobby. Kind of like fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Men very much. streams of piss. Yeah. <laughs> Just wee flying guys, man. Just little cute flying guys. They piss a lot like in the collective. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a single one, one wouldn't piss little, much, but, many but see if you've got a lot. loads of yeah. you've probably got a lawn covered in piss. Yeah, little, like, ink, tiny little jets from the little sharp willies. <laughs> and that's probably pretty loud. <laughs> but don't do, Which is really what Thank matters. you, you're doing my job for me here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, if you will, give us our final beast. Let me tell you about the Tarasque. In Provence, France, the Tarasque lived. A strange creature, blessed with distinctive features. It was fatter than an ox, longer than a horse, with a lion's face and head, teeth as sharp as swords, a horse's mane, its, bark, ba its back as sharp as an axe, bristling with piercing scales, six feet with bear's claws, a serpent's tail that ended in a scorpion's sting, and a shell on either side of it like a tortoise. Jerry. <laughs> Sorry, we're just so absorbed by this this new information that we're hearing. <laughs> Brand new, hot off the presses, never heard before on formation. <laughs> he hid in the river where he took the life of any passerbys and submerged vessels, broke dams and dikes, and generally caused flooding and was a bit of a dick. <laughs> he was from quite a well known family, actually. Um, his dad, the bon Bonacus. Um, which would set people on fire, 
by firing his burning shit at them. <laughs> and his mum, Leviathan, from the Bible. <laughs> well, the Tarasque was best known um, for his part in the legend of uh, St. Martha. Now, the Tarasque was feared by all those who held wisdom in the area, and the king, to keep his subjects safe, attacked the Trask with knights and catapults and their guns and their bams, but nobody could really best the creature, who really, for all intents and purposes, was pretty well set up for really end those mad medieval French cunts could throw at him. So he held court and did whatever the fuck he liked for quite a while. That is, until Martha came sauntering in. Martha thought, I know what these men haven't tried yet. <laughs> they haven't tried compassion. <laughs> and with that, Martha sought out the Tarasque and proceeded to charm the creature with prayer and song. The creature, charmed by the lovely Martha, gave up his cruel ways and followed Martha back into town, where the townspeople, who had themselves learned from Martha's example, took the Tarasque in and... Wait, no, no. No, they attacked and killed the Tarasque the moment he entered range. The Tarasque put up no resistance and died a slow, sad and lonely death betrayed by the only creature who'd ever shown him kindness. Fuck. It's quite influential though. Um, at the Corpus Christi Feast in Roderia, an effigy of the um, the Tarasque is paraded through um, the streets with children riding in its stomach until it's slain. Um, in the November 2005, the United Nations Educational Science, Scientific and Cultural Organization, Jerry, included the Trask on their list of masterpieces <laughs> of the oral and intangible heritage of humanity. Ooh. That's a big deal for influence. Yeah, Jerry. It's a creature in D&D, Jerry. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. And it's got a dinosaur named after it, Jerry. Sorry. And drinking his damn water. Drinking his damn water. His damn water. So there you have it. The Trask, a strong and noble creature, sure, he murdered a few people, was hideously ugly, and sank every ship he saw, but that doesn't make him bad. Um, doesn't mean he should have gone out like that. Taken, <laughs> charmed, tamed, only to be cocked and end up with a belly full of swords. And you know, it's not, it's not the legend of the Trask. Oh no, it's legends of St. Martha. The whole thing's been pinkwashed. <laughs> a, a noble warrior destroyed, and for what? For are we fucking... <laughs> Right, well, thank you, everyone. That is the beast <laughs> locked in. Uh, it's time to go away to our deliberation chambers and mm -hmm. uh, work out which one of those is the fucking best one of them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be back instantaneously. <laughs> and we're back. So you ready? See how quick that was? You ready to announce some winners of categories, boys? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Let's kick off with our first one. Madrisness. Centuries of death of chewed up wains and women. Surely this means the Polura takes murderousness. It does. The Polura takes murderousness. Hey. Influence. Tarakosaurus UN parades. The Tarask takes influence. Physical strength. These oars is Trez strong. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the <Chavel> Malay. <laughs> Disgustery. 
fatter than an ox and longer than a horse. Tarask <laughs> takes disgustery. That is disgusting. <laughs> oh, longer than a horse? Fuck. <laughs> The, the wild, wild, wild card. What was the wild card this week? Can anyone remember? Has everyone forgotten? Who can piss the loudest? Well, we all know that hot piss thunders from a horse's thick rod. <laughs> it's the shove of my leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's no denying that at all. Is it? No, not much pisses louder than a horse. So, what does oh, that mean? Oh shit! Wait a minute. Does that mean? Let's I count up the scores. Not- my god, it looks like there's a draw. What? Doesn't happen often. What? On the show. And what does happen when there's a draw? Well, that's where we start to look at things like Google, your other image search sites, and we put in the image fat. The image fat. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a wee look. <laughs> come back. God. It's so dodgy, image fat, man. You know quite what you're going to see. Uh, yeah, so we base it on metalness, which means that we're going to put each of these beasts' names into Google Image Search, and whichever has the first image, the most metal image, is going to be the winner. Everyone okay with that? Yes. Okay. There's no reason why we shouldn't. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's mm-hmm. that? Uh-huh. What's up? I... There's something about this Tarask that's it's bringing back a, it's bringing back a memory. There's something, huh? There's something, hmm. The Tarask was a horrific offspring of the Anakis, a giant scaly bison beast, and a Leviathan, a giant serpent from the Bible, who both may have been better candidates for this episode. The Tarask lived around the time of Jesus in La Belle France. And it appears in the story of Saint Martha, the patron saint of active, practical women. Well, holy shit. You fucking... Fuck you, You fucking fraud. fraud. (laughs) Yeah, where did you hear about the Taras, Chris? These dulcet pipes. (laughs) But, I mean, can we quickly just fire out some different... Items for Chris's <laughs> now that he's been booted off the show forever. I'm afraid, Chris, you have to be booted off the show forever. Forever. Ah, and, and ever. In the fucking doghouse now, mate. That Fuck. can only mean one thing. What? Influence. Borges wrote about this guy, and he was so bad news they excised any mention of him from the Bible. The polluter takes influence. The hairy one had a snake's head up top and a bad case of Klingons downstairs and Noah himself turned him away because he was too barking. The Paluda takes disgustery. Well, there we go. Oh yes, I'm so excited. So excited. Down, Chongo. Uh, we have now a clear winner then yeah absolutely a clear winner a clear winner and clear winner. what is left to say Jerry but what is real the, the Paluda is, is real I'm trying to remember which one of the three beasts that was well the Tarask is the already Tarask real is previously is already real. real of course it was a winner I actually won the fucking Imagine show like a winner <laughs> and I shall winner. And he stay did. in the shame sack for the rest of the evening so get Boy your head in that black sack Motherfucker, <sighs> man, honestly. There we are, and our beast made oh. real flashing its way off into the night. The guy. My hairy bastard. 
<laughs> Got to say I'm slightly jealous of it. So, <laughs> not much little left on this one show here. Um, so I might actually do that again. I stumbled over that a little. Didn't you? Um, <laughs> didn't you? Uh, okay, so before we finish up the show and we start doing our housekeeping and all that, we want to take a sl- small punt on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, if you, listening to this, have a supernatural experience you'd like to share, something you've experienced yourself or perhaps you've heard from a family member, let us know because we're looking to dramatise these events in a new feature called Supernatural Theatre. <laughs> Indeed, even if you want to submit a scary story from your own imagination, we can do the same there. Depending on submissions, we probably won't do it every episode, but if you come through, readers, we'll scare the rubber right off your chod. <laughs> or, <laughs> or out of your fud. Exactly. Up to you. Exactly. I mean, preferably send us in a script style. Yeah. And that'll save us that having to do sweet. that work ourselves. That'd we'll be great. literally read a funny script out that you wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No for, pride. For a nominal fee. No pride. Speaking of which, uh-huh. speaking of nominal fees, yep. I mean, the show may be ending here. For yep. the plebs who aren't willing to pay. Mm-hmm. But for those who are. Those are willing to pledge themselves on patreon.com forward slash geshcast for the price of a mere chocolate bar. <laughs> Let me tell you, you're going to find about stuff we've been doing, <laughs> things we've seen. Other I'm, stuff. Ideas. Yeah. I've got like a wee quiz. He's <laughs> got a wee quiz. We've got Gavin's scary idea. We'll That's do Tarask again. Your mailbag questions. Uh-huh. Phil's fucking coincidences, Phil's my fucking new segment. Yep. We'll, <laughs> Phil's fucking we'll read stuff we think is funny off Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, ma- so maybe two questions. Um, and uh, we'll see you all on Patreon if you're cool. And if you're not, that's the end of the show. Bye. 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 Well, that's not how we end the show here on Supernatural enough. Entertainment System. Until then, fried, fried the beef. beef. Dick slaps. Dick slaps. <laughs> Dick slaps, man. Splash. He does. Sound I think Richard slaps. Large welly falling on a oh. toilet seat. <laughs> Chester Bugs over here. Never man. heard it. What does it sound like? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird. <laughs> Sounds a bit odd. I don't know noise. <laughs> I've never heard that noise before. <laughs> You're wafted past the lid. <laughs> Slap. It's a wet balls. Splash the water beneath. Whopping fresh air swing. Woofed. Right. Whenever you're ready, Gavin.